in this episode of Mark's Connection Issues. Am I back? Am I back on? You're back on. Yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna go see Empire Strikes Back next week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Temple, uh, Temple of Doom was good. All that was good. Yeah. Tell tell the people if they're tuning in right now. <laughs> well, because we technically haven't even started it yet. Hey, we can start the beginning of it. Yeah. So they know well, we have technical difficulties. That's Hi, everybody. True. <laughs> Pod, podcast two one eight seven. Yo. This is hey, that's the perfect way. That's the perfect intro to the intro sound effect, and then we start the episode. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187. Uh, and if you haven't caught on from that little intro there, basically. There's a there's a a good chance really that uh, Mark might pop in and out a little bit because there seem to be some sort of connection issues tonight that we've got that we're working with. Uh, so if he is talking, he just magically disappears. He will be back. Don't worry about it. Uh, it I, will... I live in the hills now, and uh, <laughs> there is a hill or two blocking the nearest uh, cell tower, and internet here spotty as well. And when you have a giant storm just rolling out of nowhere in a 102 degree day. You know, things get a little weird. And we're experiencing that right now. Yeah, so. Anyways, yeah. how you been, Tim? I'm good. How are you? Good. Real good. Yeah, nice. I'm happy to hear that. Think, things are going well as far as... Uh, I've talked before a few weeks ago, I think, about how both of us are having different moving things going on. It's still, you know, it's a long process. So it's still going on with me, but some good stuff happened today. So, good mood, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at... Uh, couple possible places for a house oh, nice. uh, they're, gonna, they're gonna be building a bunch uh right below where i'm staying right now and uh we're looking at it we're just you know we're, we're, we're and there's another example of mark leaving accidentally i wonder if there's thunder where he went hey and that wasn't too long you're back already yeah already <laughs> all, all right. right let's get let's get this going <laughs> So, uh, we have the way we're going to do that. Ha, ha, ha. You understand? Yeah. I appreciate you. So, the way that we are going to do this, we have a few different things that I want to mention as far as uh, rumors, leaks, storylines, reports, whatever you want to call it. And then uh, after that, we're going to get to some things that, uh, or really one thing in particular, that Mark has suggested some idea he had and it kind of gave me a little bit to think about so i have something kind of too so we'll get to that later but it's gonna be pretty fun uh first thing i want to do though um i was actually talking today earlier on uh twitter about it a lot of people right now want the season two trailer for the mandalorian right obviously i mean we're all excited for it we all want season two and uh we've been a little uh uh lacking star wars material recently so Getting a trailer like this would be awesome. Of course, it's coming out in just a couple months from now. Uh, season two will premiere. So it is being, it was r- rumored last week, I mentioned it, that the trailer for season two would debut during the NBA playoffs on either August 20th or 22nd, it seems, which is um, either this Thursday or Saturday. If I had to guess, I feel like Thursday is typically when we get trailers, but that's for movies up until now. So who knows? Um, 
But that's what's being reported. And then, which again, I mentioned last week, but it seems that other places are now starting to report that again. So they're kind of doubling down, it seems. Um, and uh, let me see. It looks like... Uh, it looks like well, it seems a lot of people are expecting it to be the 20th, actually. So, interesting. Um, do we get Boba Fett we, in the trailer? Well, I, I was going to say, I think there's so many possibilities with it, and I don't know how much they're going to want to show us. Uh, I feel what I think would be a good idea um, if they tease Vanth or Fett or whatever, that'd be cool. I think it may be a good idea to tease a silhouette or something like that of a, of a duo who, again, oh, if, you're, yeah. if you're trying to avoid spoilers, I won't say it yet at this point in the episode because we're early on, but uh, there, there's a duo who would be popping up. In it, and I think that would be a good one to tease because if you're going to tease something, that will either get people who already know really excited about it, or if you don't know, who they are, and if you want to, you have time for a couple months to catch up on some of that on Disney Plus. So, That's true. so I feel and that we kind of avoid the situation with Maul and Solo, where again the fans who saw it loved it, and those who saw it and did not know how he was still alive or anything, it was confusing and kind of took him out for half a minute. Um, kind of get to, an opportunity to avoid that type of situation if they just pop up in the in the series. So. Uh, I mean, it's a little different, I guess, because you don't think that these people are dead. You just wouldn't know who they are. But, you know, you get a chance to catch up on it. And and it would mean more to you across the board with the people watching if they have a chance to know who they are so that when they show up again, it actually means a little bit more. That was the fastest yet of your disappearance and return. Don't don't mention it unless I'm talking. (laughs) I mean, I, I typically won't, but that was so fast I had to make that comment. All right, whatever. But here and out, yeah, unless you're talking, yeah, we'll, we'll make it smooth. No one will know. Sure. What do you want as far okay, so let's let's just say it is on Thursday. Um, which will make uh means we'll have an episode next week and that'll be pretty fun. But um what do or actually we'll see when it comes out we'll talk. Anyway. Uh <laughs> so let, let's just say that it, it comes out on Thursday. What is the primary thing like if there is that that moment in the trailer Boba Fett. <laughs> well Great Boba Fett or, or Cobb Vanth or what the armor at least okay and so the, the mystery is who's in it do you want to see a spur in the screen old western style or do you want to see like full-on full image I mask would, and I wouldn't everything? mind hearing I wouldn't mind hearing the spurs first and then maybe the you know the the character comes into view and that's sort of when it says like the Mandalorian, it, it like cuts out. That would be a great final shot of the trailer. It would be. And that would also be interesting because if they make that like the moment of the trailer, it makes me wonder how much of a role that character would have in season two. Cause at yeah. this point I would expect it to be a limited side character kind of who, who has moments here and there, but isn't a consistent side character through the season. But if well, they do that, you know, maybe it's more involved. The rumor is that, you know, there's 8 million rumors out there. So it's really hard to right. figure out what's real, what's not. But the rumor right. is, is that this is going to be the pilot or this is his introduction to get him his own series. Now, yeah, backdoor pilot. Yeah. It, I mean, as, as, it like it would be overkill if you had the Mandalorian and Boba Fett on at the same time. You, you get what I'm saying? 
um, I mean, it seems like it seems like it would be overkill. This is the third time I've said it. (laughs) (laughs) If if you had uh, Boba Fett and the Mandalorian shows on at the same time, or even you know on concurrently. Like like simultaneous or like no, like, I don't mean simultaneously. But I, I suppose if you have Mandalorian, then you as long as I suppose as long as Baby Yoda's on on the Mandalorian, you're not going to have any problem, you know, confusing him for uh, uh, that show for Boba Fett if there is a show. Yeah, uh, but I do think you're right though, as far as uh, uh, going diving too deep. Because the other thing is, we also have the Cassian series, we have the Kenobi series, and we should have both of those between. Mandalorian and a Boba Fett or, or or whatever show, but at the same time, I mean, how many seasons of the Mandalorian are we going to get? Who's to say that we won't have Mandalorian and Kenobi and Cassian at the same time? Well, and then somebody else suggested that that you know these would sort of be the Mandalorian universe in a sense, so that Boba Fett, while being its own show, is going to complement the Mandalorian just like the Ahsoka show is going to. You know, and now now we've got rumors that there may not be. Uh, a Rebels sequel cartoon show, but that it'll be a Thrawn Ezra live action show. Right, which is actually kind of one of the things that we're going to get to here in a minute. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Uh, but no, I was going to say, because you also, you're, what you said about the Mandalorian kind of world, almost like a sub-canon world or something like that, it's kind of interesting because then you have the potential, let's say that the Mandalorian series finishes and then there's a Boba Fett one. Who's to say that the Mandalorian won't show up in that as a side character? Yeah, you never know. I mean, like you say, if you create like a sub world or whatever you want to call it, like like a, a well spinoff basically of the Mandalorian that's about Boba Fett, then you can still have him uh, as in the Mandalorian pop up in it, and and maybe some other characters. We'll see what happens with them and, and who survives, who doesn't, whatever else. But I mean, you never know. It could be like like a shared world specifically to the Mandalorian stories. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. So yeah, I, w- I would say I'm hoping it's on Thursday just because I want it sooner than later. And I am very, very hopeful that we get at least a, a tease, but a-, a very solid tease where like there are no questions about it. It's like not debatable. It's the only possibility is that it's the duo. Again, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Um... That's what I want. That would make me happiest. Second place to that would be green Mandalorian armor with the red visor and all that. Yeah. All right. So we got that. Uh, next up is, well, actually, let me just mention this too real quick. Uh, the, this will make you happy too, Mark. Uh, the ultimate visual guide for the first two seasons of The Mandalorian is going to release on May 4th of well, 2021. So this coming May 4th. Yep. Yep. And as long as it has, uh, can you hear me okay? Yes. As long as it has uh, Boba Fett in that uh, visual dictionary, I'd be very happy. <laughs> hey, and you know, it may well, consider, I mean, look, we already know, and based off things that Dave Filoni has said about it since then, I mean, we're pretty sure that was supposed to be him in that one episode in season one with the Spurs. So, like, if they don't, follow through with that in season two and and have him be like a full-on character like that is a an extremely wasted opportunity and be a letdown because you know you're leading us that direction i mean you know that again dave filoni says stuff that uh, basically seem to reaffirm all this so 
yeah, I really, I, I feel like it has to happen at this point, most likely in season two. So yeah, I, I feel like the odds are pretty good that we will have him in that ultimate visual guide coming out on May 4th. And then concept art is this year though, right? Uh, I, I don't know. Sure. I hope so. I, th- I think it was, I think it was before, I think it was in November. I mean, again, that'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Uh, let me see. Although I actually, yeah, I still haven't gotten because it takes me a while. Because I'm one of those, I'm I, I'm a price watcher at this point, just for now, because I have to be. So uh, I still haven't even gotten that uh the concept art book for the Rise of Skywalker yet. It's in my like cart online to get. I'm just again tracking it. I will get that at some point. Uh, but those things are the best. I love just going through them because because again, I've said this before, but like part of what excites me so much about the the star wars movies and media and all that is like the behind the scenes part of it and the creation of the movies and shows and the concept art and the storyboards and all that stuff so i'm like super psyched to get to that whenever i can get it i'm assuming it's good you said it was good right oh yeah for sure i w- again there's there's not much in the way of palpatine or anything in there but uh, yeah it's good yeah i remember you said that now yep anyway all right so yeah Next up to uh, something that you kind of mentioned briefly before, we have interesting reports. Uh, (laughs) One of them is, like you said, that they're not going to be doing exactly a Rebel sequel, per se, as much as like a, uh, what what did you say, live action Ezra Thrawn follow-up? Yeah, and and that any follow-up with these characters are sort of taking place in live action shows rather than, whoops, excuse me, rather than... um, uh, an animated sequel. So there may be an Ahsoka Rex live action show or, or Ahsoka and uh, uh, Sabine shows up in Mandalorian and, and, you know, Ezra Thrawn have their thing. So I, I don't really know. How much of like a, of a shared world of Disney plus would that be? If you have like Sabine is showing up in Mandalorian and then she can go off with, with this whole searching for Ezra, which could then double uh, over into like Rex Ahsoka stuff. And well, who I knows don't... what else you'd have there. You know, we already talked about Boba Fett with Mandalorian. Like how much of this shared, I mean, it's great. I think that's awesome. Especially with the, this whole thing about maybe Kevin Feige kind of starting to take over. I could see him doing something like that. I'm not opposed to, um, you know, I'm not opposed to Ahsoka and Rex or whatever showing up in Mandalorian or Sabine, because especially with Sabine and Rex, there's kind of a reason and the dark saber. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not opposed to any of that. I, I think them hanging around much longer a- after an appearance doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, you and know. here's here's one other thing we haven't mentioned yet, especially with the the potential trailer on Thursday. What about uh Katie Sackoff, too? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Katie <laughs> like, hey, I I would be super down to have that as a as one of the teasers, too. Yep. I mean, I feel I don't know. I'm I'm like so excited about if any of these things happen, I will be happy. I really need to prepare myself for the possibility that none of them are in it and it is just like solely a baby Yoda trailer or something, you know? <laughs> it could be, but look at it this way. If you're watching the show, right? Yeah. You're watching a trailer and you're a super Star Wars fan. Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, all these different things are going to mean something to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so will Boba Fett. If you're an average Star Wars watcher, you know Joe Star Wars, 
you're the only thing that's gonna pique your interest is if Boba Fett shows up or the armor. I mean, yeah, but I don't, I don't like. I don't know how Probably much they're gonna. Well, but I don't know how much they're gonna show first because they don't want to tip too much of what they've got going on. So again, if we get one, I feel like it would be just one. And I, I do feel like the most likely is either Boba or we got to come up with a name for Ahsoka Rex, like like Rexoka. That that sucks, but you know something to keep it easier to say. Anyway, um, so well, what if we get what if we get like a shot of uh, oh man, I can't even forget. I can't even believe I forgot his name now. The guy who's supposedly playing Cobb Vanth. Oh, uh, Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Sorry. Yep, that's it. <laughs> So imagine we get a shot of him, which would get the average person who's watched Justified or Deadwood or any of these other shows, or what is it, the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix, to be like, oh, I like that guy. But then for people who've been following the news going, is it true? Is, it, is Cobb Vance really in the show, or is it, what is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but also, I'm going to have to wonder, who are they going to market this toward? Because that will help us know. You know, because like the general audience already loves this show. I don't think they're going to use this trailer to really try to pull in many more people to the show than they already have. I don't think. So do they want to appeal more toward the general person who's already watching it? Do they want to try to get new viewers or do they want to try to appeal to the more hardcore fans? Because, again, depending on which one of those they do will help determine if they tease somebody who it would be. So, like, if you're, if you're Lucasfilm, who would you want to try to get into it? Uh, I, think you want, I think you want the average, uh, the average person to show up. So then you would go the van throughout, most likely? I think so, because you're going to get the, the hardcores no matter what. I mean, no, yeah, again, I, I certainly agree. I'm just wondering, and, and at the same time, it also, again, depends on what roles they have. Because if somebody's barely in one episode, probably not. And if it's more of like a reveal moment when the character enters, probably not going to put that in a teaser. I don't know. Like, we're putting way more thought into this than <laughs> we even need to. Because at this point, like, it's fun. It's fun to do the speculation, try to get it figured out. But we're also only a couple of days away, hopefully, from seeing it. And again, there's still the chance that there's not going to be any type of teaser in it anyway. So who knows True. at this point? Uh, all right. But yeah, so uh, Rebel stuff. Yeah. Um, so we have the potential for that live action stuff that we were talking about before. Uh, but at the same time, now, do you remember where that story was coming from about it being live action? Uh, it's, is it LRM? Is that Latino Review? Uh, that is a good question. Let me find out. It I don't is... know who it is anymore. They're taken seriously. It just yeah, it just says LRM online, but that's all it says. I can't find a like what LRM stands for. Huh? You know that because I haven't heard anything from them in a while, so maybe it is them like rebranded, but maybe not. I don't know. Oh, yep, there it is, there it is. Copyright on the bottom, Latino Review Media. Oh, Media, okay. Okay, so good, it is them. All right. So, okay, so they're the ones who had said, because I, I heard it, but I didn't see the original source for it, so that they're the ones who were putting that out there? Yeah, apparently. They've, uh, they've been doing a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, um, you know, sleuthing or whatever. And they're in, they're in uh, direct, you know, 
disagreement with, uh, you know, friends of the show, uh, Outlaw Noah, he and, and Corey have said that there will be a, a animated Rebel sequel. Um, and then Latino Review said, nope, not happening. And then, you know, Outlaw Noah retweeted tonight, yes, it is happening. So I don't really know. Well, and that is kind of what I was going to point out is that we the conflicting reports, so to speak, because we do have said Noah, who again, if you listen to the show, you obviously know who he is. Um, he has said that the Rebels animated sequel is still happening, and then Jordan Mason, who we talked about a bunch recently, he's been getting his name in on a couple of these rumors. Um, he says that he's not sure <laughs> about it. Um, he heard about a Rebels follow-up animation last year, and as far as he knows, it's still around. Um, but he's also heard about Thrawn Ezra live-action, not as a replacement to the Rebels animated series. So he doesn't really know other than that. And it's, I mean... Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know how you could have a Thrawn... Um, I don't know. The only, the only reason to even have a Rebel sequel is to see what happens to Thrawn and Ezra. That is the right. point. It, it rebels ends with Sabine and Ahsoka going to look for Ezra. Right. So if you have a Thrawn uh, Ezra show, then what's the point of a sequel, an animated sequel? Well, what if, and, and hear me out, hear me out. This is very, very serious. And you should take me very seriously when I say this. What if it is a Kanan show? Uh, a baby Kanan? No. Post Rebels. Oh, well, possibly. I mean, uh, it's an area they haven't explored yet. <laughs> I was actually thinking that there's nothing that says uh, Ben Solo couldn't come back. What, what makes you say that? Well, on, this, on the same path, you know, uh, with them making healing powers and this and that, nothing's to say that, that Ben couldn't come back in some way. Uh, as far as Lucas was concerned, if they had a good story, they could make just about anything up. I mean, you're not wrong. And having said that, there's also a report from Corey at Castle Run Transmissions that says that uh, they've heard Ben Solo is the character Lucasfilm wants to further develop. We don't know if this is a series or a movie, but it's definitely being worked on. We also don't know if this is pre-TFA or post The Rise of Skywalker, but if I were to guess, I would say pre-TFA. Again, this is in early development. And since then, it seems like people are indicating that it is going to be a pre-TFA show most likely and i still i still think you and i've talked about it before but i still think that uh uh you can get a i mean if you put ben solo in it it changes the dynamic a little bit but you can certainly get a great post jedi animated show uh getting the adventures of of the characters that you always wanted but didn't get from the, the sequel trilogy you know what i mean right but we'll see. We'll see where they go. I mean, we're getting the Bad Batch instead, and uh, while I'm actually going to enjoy that, I'm not jumping, you know, I'm not doing cartwheels over it. Right. Yeah, no, and again, I am looking forward to that show. What's interesting, too, um, is, well, this is kind of going down a whole other conversation we'll get to some other time, but I was really surprised, but there's some people I know who just recently got to watch the Bad Batch arc for the first time, and they absolutely loved it. And uh, and I like value these people's opinions pretty highly. And again, uh, we'll get to that at some other point. But um, I was really interested by it because I, I, I didn't know if I would expect them to like it or not. And they thought it was like great. So 
it's really going to be interesting to see. And and the things that they liked about it, I agree with. And again, I think it could very well be a good series. And I am looking forward to it. It's just not the Clone Wars spinoff I would want if we only get one. Right. But I'm fine with it, and I'm, and I'm going to look forward to it. But, you know, that, that's, I guess that's kind of how I am. I do want to mention, too, real quick here. I do have on the LRM website uh, specifics. It says that it will either be game two of the playoffs on the 20th, which is Thursday. It's the Trail Blazers versus the Lakers at 9 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. Or game three on August 22nd, Lakers versus Trail Blazers at 8.30 Eastern on ABC. So both Disney-owned networks, which makes sense, uh, and likely one of those two. Again, I'm hoping for ESPN 9 o'clock on Thursday because it's sooner, but we'll see. Oh, and then uh, LRM said they're hearing reports of a Rogue Squadron TV series. Which is going to be interesting since we have that game coming out here not that long. It's what, October, November, something like that? I think so. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want a Rogue Squadron set in the original trilogy, though. I'm I'm kind of over that right now. At this point, uh, I just kind of want to sit back and see what it is first, because like if it's original trilogy, cool. Um, actually, you know, if they're going to do a flight-based television series, I'd love for that crap to be based in the prequels, but I doubt it will be. Um, but that'd be cool. You know, kind of like a Clone Wars type of thing. Like, that'd be great. Um, if it's post or if a sequel trilogy era, that's cool. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's a little too, a little bit too recent to go for that with the Rise of Skywalker just coming out. Maybe it's a good time to jump on it because of that. I don't know. But I'd rather it be something a little bit more retrospective than that. But again, I'm not going to make any calls. I just, you know, we'll, we'll see what it is if it happens. Uh, if it does happen, it's still a ways down the road because, again, we got numerous other series coming first. Uh, unless, you know, it all gets shuffled around and scrambled around and delays or whatever. But at this point, it seems like it would be a little bit away. And I'd rather just wait and see what it is first at this point. But uh, let's see. Okay. So that catches us up as far as the different types of uh, reports and stuff we wanted to get to. But for the last bit of our show here, there's something that, uh, Mark, you mentioned that you kind of wanted to you know, get into a little bit or something. So why don't you go ahead and explain what was on your mind? I was just was talking with Ellie King's Drew one day. I was talking about uh, you know, uh, Rise of Skywalker, sequel trilogy, you know, uh, att- attempts to, to end you know, the, the entire saga, whether it failed, succeeded, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and for me, what I thought is there, there could have been a really easy way of, of satisfying everyone, I think. And, you know, taking some of the rumors that were out there that we heard about and, and taking the ending that already exists and just tweaking a little bit, I, I think a really good version of, this, of the story would be if you kind of, obviously there'd be differences here and there, but basically when, when Ben gets kicked down the hole, let's say, right? Right, right. He awakens to Luke. The ghost of Luke's there. They have a brief sort of, um, you know, I forgive you all sort of deal. Uh-huh. And uh, not a long one like Han or anything like that, but sort of just a, a brief thing. And Luke says, look, I've got 
to go help Ray. And at the same time, you know, the Knights of Ren are starting to show up and maybe even the Acolytes are, are starting to swarm him, you know, because they want to take him out. And he says, but I brought along some help. Okay. And, that's when, and that's when Anakin shows up. And so then you have the Force, the Force ghost of Anakin. Uh, you know, you've got the, you've got the grandfather, you've got the grandson. He was worshiping Darth Vader, but now, you know, that he's been solo, he gets to see the good, you know, as Kylo Ren, he worshiped Darth Vader, but now Ben Solo gets to fight alongside Anakin Skywalker. And they sort of, you know, attack this giant horde of, uh, of Sith acolytes together. Right. Uh huh. So then they managed to get to Ray who, who Luke's been helping, um, fight Palpatine because Palpatine's got his whole army of acolytes there and he's starting to use the force lightning against her. And so when they get there, right, that's when Anakin and Luke leave, you know, like, like we can't help you from this point. Now this is on you. And so they sort of do what they did. This is where they fight, you know, this is where together they fight and defeat Palpatine. That, that kind of reminds me of like the Return of the Kings kind of thing with Aragorn and the like Army of the Dead or whatever he brings a with him. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but I, I I get I get what you're saying. And and so at this point, then when he's destroyed or defeated, you know, you have a moment to where he realizes the harm that he's caused, uh, and he chooses to go into sort of um, meditation or, or or you know exile to where he can think about. Um, what he's done and, and just try and commune with the force to see what his future will hold. You know, they could still kiss, they could still have their, their moment or whatever, but he realizes he needs to go. And so then she goes back. Everything's kind of the same. She goes back and has her moment, uh, you know, celebrating the victory or whatever. And then you can sort of flash forward a lot of this stuff. Like I said, you know, this is stuff that may have even been, been sort of um, hinted at or whatever, but, You've got uh, time jumps a little bit. You see that she's she started training people. Finn's using the force or whatever, so it gives sort of people that you know experience or, or that sort of desire of seeing Finn, you know, using the force. And then she leaves to to Tatooine, like right. you know, like in the other movie or whatever, but as she goes into the house or whatever, somebody comes out and, and, and says, I felt you coming and, and it's, uh, it's Ben. And that's where he's been on exile in, in the Lars homestead. And so they, they embrace, they have their moment. Uh, and then she hands him Luke's green lightsaber, which she ignites. And then she ignites her new lightsaber and that's how it ends. And they touch lightsabers. Well, they could if you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, just a c- couple of thoughts. Like that's that is that would like yeah. There, there are things about that that I do really like. What um, don't you like? Well, like, and I know, I know for a fact, people who listen to this will strongly disagree with me on this. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna say it because it's my opinion. I I am not sure about the concept. Uh, you ha- if you want Ben to live, you have to be extremely careful about how you do it because 
uh, one of two things. Either you would have to ask us to believe that there would not be a galaxy of really angry people trying to get his butt and, you know, put him before a court or whatever. But see, you know. that's the thing. He doesn't – that's the thing. They don't know he's alive. Well, but here, here's the second so, half of so that. When, but so but, – but hold on. Just for the purpose of the movie, okay? Because these are all things that can be answered after in, in books, magazines, whatever. But for the purpose of the movie, like he says, look, you know, I've got to go into exile. I've, you know, she doesn't tell – she goes back with her friends – yeah. She can tell she can tell them that he's dead, died, whatever. You know, you can even have Finn give her a little look like, ah, I got the force, you lying. You know? <laughs> but but at the same time, you know, he he's putting himself to where no one he doesn't come into contact with anybody. So so yeah, he's still alive. And if he does show himself, perhaps that's gonna be a problem. But at the same time, for the purposes of the story, it's over. It's I mean it's, it's back like, to where it began. It's a Skywalker. Now, two, you know, you don't necessarily have her be a Skywalker. I mean, you could. It doesn't really matter. But you have a Skywalker back. You know, you have the first lightsaber showed up there. Now the last lightsaber is there. It's kind of all like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, again, and I, and I do like those things. But I just think the other half of what sometimes people don't think about. I'm not saying it's about you. Just in general, when people talk about Ben living past it something else they don't think about some of the time is the self torment he would have as a character. Let's say he does get good and then having to try. And I know it's part of like the whole meditation, like maybe even penitential or whatever, but it would be extremely hard to live with yourself with all of the things that you would have done. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Vader, you know, like, cause a Ben was like the opposite of Vader, right? And Vader turned good and died. Um, and well, not opposite really. It's more of a mirror because again, Ben did kind of the same thing for the same reason, you know, Vader isn't exactly going to live a okay post return of the Jedi. And I feel like it's the same type of thing with Ben where he needed this for his self, for his redemption to be able to, uh, actually be free and not be tormented for the rest of his life by what he did. And again, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't do it, but that's why I said you have to be extremely careful with how you handle it if you do want him to live. Because there is, I'm sure there's a way to do it, but you can't just easily write it that way to me. Uh, I don't think, I think you can to some extent because all these questions don't need to be answered right now. How is it? Uh, gonna, you're, not, you're not watching it going, how is it going to live with the torment of killing you know that that's not no no but but at the same time this is this is the last movie that we have so there is going to be a lot of theorizing in fans heads of what comes next with the characters and with everybody criticizing every single thing about this movie with the emperor and with ray and with all this stuff how does she get those powers that she did and all this kind of stuff there's a zero percent chance that people aren't going to be digging apart that ben stuff either ah of course people are going to dig it uh, dig it up, but I think it's more satisfying to the vast majority of people than to what we got. And, and maybe you know, and there, like I said, I there is a part of me that does want a light side Ben to be around and be a part of things too. I just feel like again, I don't know how you would do it that it really works the best. Um, but there, if you can do it, kudos, you know. But um, but I was gonna say too, based on what you said with the whole ending with Anakin and Luke and all this kind of stuff, I started to tweet this the other day and I didn't because I think I just got tired or something. But um, to me, and The Rise of Skywalker is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and I, I absolutely love it. But to me, one of the single biggest oversights or mistakes or whatever you want to call it 
of the sequel trilogy as a whole is not having Hayden Christensen on screen in that movie. Yes. Like his his voice being there was cool. Having Ahsoka's voice and Luminara and Qui-Gon and all those people having the voices in there was really cool. And I enjoyed it. Not having being able to look on the screen and say, oh, look, there is Anakin is, again, one of the single, if not the biggest mistake or oversight or whatever to me of the entire post-2012 Star Wars timeline. But see, my, my, my thing fixes that. So there. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, and that's what made me think of it. Because I'm like, yeah, that 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 would be great to have, and especially because, and and we talked about that too before the movie came out about the idea of having the generations of Skywalker fighting against Palpatine. So like, you can have one shot, like one shot backing up, kind of, so you see like each face one by one come by the camera of Hayden first, Mark Hamill second, and Adam Driver third. You know, like boom, 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 Skywalker generation, and then they're facing off against the Emperor. This is the climactic battle grand finale to the series of the Skywalker saga. You know, right? You know, smack it in our faces. That's fine. <laughs> you know, we get it. But but Star Wars has never been about you know trying to make subtle points either. So that would work. But you know, yeah, we didn't get that. If you didn't notice, we didn't get that. I didn't notice. Oh. Yeah. The only thing I noticed we got was a lot of people complaining. <laughs> yeah. That is very true. Which at, at first it kind of annoyed me because, again, it's one of my favorite movies of all the Star Wars movies, which we talked about in a previous episode, too. We did the rankings and all that. Um, I'm kind of over it now because, again, things have just gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it as much as I did. I love it. And, you know, and I just watch it and enjoy it because who uh, what other people think of a movie doesn't affect my view of it so it doesn't matter but um i do genuinely wish people could see it the way that i do because i think there's a lot of really great art to experience with that movie uh that i feel is being missed for the most part but again hey that's me uh but it kind of so your whole conversation about having an idea the way you presented it to me was basically we could talk about if we could take one of the movies and change the way I took it was to like change the ending for it, which one would it be? And like, what would you do? How would you do it? Um, so what you just said, I, I'm taking that as your submission, right? Sure. Yep. Um, I, for the purposes of, cause what I'm going to say, if anybody else listening has thoughts, you can uh, text them to us or leave a voicemail and tell us what they are. Cause again, one of my favorite parts of things was before the force awakens came out, everybody was talking about their theories and guessing and trying to figure out what was going to come out next and having your own theories. You know, is Donald Gleason going to be Luke's son? You know, I didn't believe that when I heard that was a theory, but it was fun just to think about and to think maybe not. I think this is going to happen. You know, all that stuff is fun to me. So if you have something with one of these movies, you would end differently. We're going to include Rogue One and Solo as a part of that. Either um, text it to us and we can read it, or again, call and leave a voice message and we can play it. Um, and our number is, again, 731-300-2187. Send it to that number and we will go over that. My thought, and it's hard because I really enjoy endings to these Star Wars movies because they all have a unique for for the most part, they have a unique feel to them. And then, you know, the circle directed by and the music, you know, it's all really cool. And, and a moment that leads to that. Uh, so of them all, uh, there, there's the one that I would change the ending to is The Last Jedi. Um, because to me, it, it's very similar to the ending of The Empire Strikes Back. But for some reason, I like The Empire one better. And I, I think it's because 
it just felt kind of sudden with the last Jedi. Like like with the Empire, that there's a little bit. It does cut off, you know, and you do have a little bit of a, of a cliffhanger leading or leading into Return of the Jedi. Uh, but for some reason, to me, the the last Jedi, because again, it's a little bit similar, but it was just a little bit too sudden to me. You're like, uh, boom. There's a difference between Hans and Carbonite, but there's still a sense of, but we're gonna go get him now, and then the movie ends. With the last Jedi, it's like, yeah, Luke's dead, and uh, the entire good guys have been reduced to who can fit on the Falcon. Uh, but I guess just hang around another couple years, we'll give you another movie. And that's how it ends. So I would have just done, I don't know exactly what I would have written it, but I, that's the one, if I had to pick one, that was, would be my least favorite of the endings. So I would probably do something that involves a little bit more of a promise. I mean, we do have Broom Boy, and that never really got developed. But um, I just feel like... Really I'm sorry? Do we really care? Well, I mean, I don't think that... Well, again, people I saw that movie with in theaters saw that and were like, oh, cool, so Ray's going to train them as the next generation of Jedi. That's neat. I wonder if we'll get to see that in the next one. And uh, I guess not. But um, so... Again, you can see that as kind of a somewhat of a hopeful ending, I guess, like the potential for future generations. Um, But I don't know. I I would have given it more time between the death of the main, probably the main character of the entire franchise, um, and typically a lot of people's favorite. Uh, I would have given it a little bit more time between there and the end and developed it further, given more of a reaction other than Leia basically feeling sad and then telling Ray, oh, but it's fine, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, he had a sense of purpose. It wasn't sadness. Like, again, to me, that's just not quite enough. Like, the character deserves more than that. I feel like Han got a little bit more mourning than Luke did when he died, okay? Anyway. <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even much. Right, right. Um, so again, it's kind of turned into more of a rant than I intended because I wasn't even going to go that route with it. I was just explaining why that's the one I would rewrite a little bit. And I was thinking about it though, and I, I give credit, you know, to Ryan Johnson, you know, because it is kind of hard to think of how to do it to where it's better, you know, and you leave people feeling a little bit better than, than the way it is now. But it just, I don't know, it felt too sharp of a transition too quick from, Basically, the world sucks, but hey, here's a little bit of happy music and Broom Boy, and hey, we're going to be fine. You know, I, I just, yeah. Yeah, you just cut out the whole Broom Boy part. Yeah, no, you, you can. And uh, so, but I guess, okay, let me just try to come up with something real quick, because that's kind of cheating, though, just to say that what I didn't like. So what I would do, let's see. Um, maybe a little bit of a time jump, perhaps, or something. Like, they escape on the Falcon, but it doesn't end there. What happens next? Uh, they go somewhere, some sort of temporary rebel base, or I guess resistance base, or they try to refuel the Falcon. They go to a gas station. I don't know, but they go somewhere. And we have people talking about Luke a little bit more. Like Ray's asking Leia, what was it like being his brother? It just They develop that a little bit more, maybe have some sort of mobile funeral. Because I understand they can't, you know give a full-on funeral thing people talked about how they upset they were Han didn't really get a proper funeral in the movies um so just something some sort of like on the road memorial just some sort of moment to commemorate this momentous occasion of his death so that you are i, 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 I got i got something to add to that i got okay. something to add to that what if yeah. you what if you end it to where that's where you see lando 
like coming into his little memorial or whatever. Yes, and also him sort of saying, you know, you know, we've been down before, but you know, we're not out, and that's kind of how you know it ends. See, Does that make sense? like, I, yeah, like I'm legit smiling right now because I'm like that ends with a little bit of like, an, okay, like let's go, let's get to the next movie. Like that is still a little bit of a cliffhanger, but it's more exciting than depressing. Right, because Empire Strikes Back was like, you know, you hated Lando, now you like Lando. Chewie likes him. He's flying, he's flying the Millennium Falcon, so obviously he's not a bad person. He's and they're setting up how they're gonna go get Han. So you're like, okay, yeah, this is happening. Yeah, and like, and it ends like, yeah, Luke had his hand cut off, and Han's in carbon, and that's all bad. But they're gonna go find him, and Luke got his hand repaired, all that. Here, Ray's holding a broken lightsaber, being like, well, this is crap, and they're like, yeah, but we'll be fine. Yeah, here's here's a boy with a broom. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and and again, a part of me hesitated to do this because I never want to seem like I'm coming across as hating that movie. It is again, it's not even my least favorite of the Star Wars movies, so it's not that. Um, but it is my least favorite ending, as I have made clear. And yeah, so I guess that's what I would say as far as which one I would redo. And, and I like your idea with the limit, like that. That's good. So I would do something more like that. Um, and again, including Rogue One and Solo and whatever else, I, I genuinely would love to hear what anybody else's thoughts are on this. If you could have the opportunity to change and rewrite any of the endings for any of them, which one would it be? Uh, why would you change it if you want to include that? And then just what would you change it to? Like, What would your ending to that movie be? I really want to hear this as many people as possible. Please send that in because this will be a lot of fun. Um, we, we'll talk about that. We will hopefully also have a trailer to talk about next time. We'll see. But that will be really fun. If we get a trailer and these things to talk about, that would be great. So, again, send that either text or call to uh, 731-300-2187. And I got this really cool thing set up where if you do that, if you text or you call, you'll get like an automated reply thing. And I worked on it, so I wanted to see it be used. So please, use it. Tell them to use it, Mark. Use it, you son. Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, all right. That's all I had. Do you have anything else you wanted to uh, cover or mention or anything? Nope. Uh-uh. Just uh, if you have a chance to go to the theater and see uh, anything, and you feel comfortable going to the theater to see anything, then uh, go see Empire Strikes Back. Or I know, I know what is it? The Regal has, they have all three extended editions of Lord of the Rings coming. They have all uh-huh. the Rocky movies coming. They have Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Interstellar. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Inception. Um, what else did I see? Oh, Good and the Bad and the Ugly. They got a bunch of stuff. Nice. Yeah. So, and, and not every place is doing it, but but the one near me. They have a certain amount of movies for a week, and then it's different classic movies next week. And like one of the theaters near me has been playing Raiders Jaws. This is this is a, like an indie little independent one, but they've been playing Raiders Jaws, Wizard of Oz. Uh, what else? Jurassic Park. I got to watch. Uh, yeah, I got to watch the T Rex scene uh, the other day. Uh, I got to see that in 3D for the re-release, like that the kitchen scene in 3D, like that was great. Oh, I bet, I bet. But yeah, a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff. And and the nicer uh, one of these theaters is opening up Friday, and they're gonna have Inception and the Angry. uh, uh, What is it? I can't believe I forgot his name now. (laughs) Gladiator. Ah, yeah. 
What what happened to him? I don't feel so bad anymore. He gained, he gained a little weight. Russell Crowe? Did he? Oh, man. You haven't seen him? Not recently. Not in the past, like, year. Guy's been eating good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... He's like... He gained he gained weight from from Gladiator to probably the Mummy is the last one that he was in that most people saw and from here to that he's like all right Orson Welles <laughs> yeah no and I haven't I haven't seen him recently it makes me feel I, I have a shot at being a, a leading man now <laughs> well there you go Russell Crowe is a man of the people he is or a man who eats people one of the two. <laughs> Well, and, and I guess just to tag onto that real quick, I have not actually been to any of my theaters yet just because, again, I'm just frankly just busy right now. But um, I do encourage people to go if you're comfortable and if you can and if it works for you, then then you should do that, in my opinion. And the reason I say that is not because, I mean, yeah, sure, it's an important time to support them for their future and to hopefully keep them around. Who was it? Was it AMC who was saying they weren't sure if they'd make it through the rest of the year? Yeah. Yep. So, like, there are issues here, like, we are concerns about them keeping through. And then, as a part of that, that's another reason why it's a good time to go, because not only can you support them, but quite frankly, between the way that digital media is going, Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, all of this, with like Mulan going straight to Disney Plus now, honestly, who knows? really how much longer we're going to be having easy access to movie theaters anymore. And if we do have them still, uh, if, if some are closing down, are we going to see the prices going up or, or down? I mean, uh, who knows what it's going to look like? You know, it could very well change from the way we've known it for the past decades until now. So not only is it important to support them, but it may, it's just a good time to go and get those experiences in while you can, to be honest. I hope that they stick around just like they have been for the next several decades to come. But I, I just don't know. So we'll see. But, but it's great to support them and great to get those experiences in, if you can, and uh, maybe just see some good classics while you're at it. And remember, buying a ticket is not what is going to help them. Buying a right. ticket and popcorn or a drink is, is what they need so so right. make sure you buy some refreshments because yeah i have a friend who used to work in a, in a theater um and she said at some point that basically they lose money when you buy just the ticket only oh yeah and like in order to break even slash make money is when you have to get the other things yep absolutely so and, and especially with ticket prices being low right now anyway just to get people into the theater like again it's pretty important so if you can now is a good time to, to help them out and do that and help yourself with these experiences. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, like, I think it's four bucks for me to see Inception. It was a dollar for me to see Jaws the other day. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, on Tuesdays, everything's a dollar, but, you know, that broke down uh, or it never started. So I got my money back. Uh, but then I took my dad to see Temple of Doom and we bought drinks. So we had a good time. So, like, the one time, remember they had the. 3D releases of Star Wars coming at first, and so Phantom Menace was the first one. Yep. I went to see that. I was at my theater, sat down, glasses, everything was great, and yeah, it broke. And it, uh, I, it like, uh, barely into the movie, like, b- maybe two minutes. <laughs> um, and they came out, and they were like, all right, well, basically, like, uh, either do a refund or um, try to reschedule, whatever. Nothing ever came from it again, and that was it. Never got to see it, and they never did uh, any more. horrible. 
So, yeah. All right. Anyway, on that note, uh, <laughs> I think we're good to go again. We got pretty much everything covered. So let us know your thoughts for how you would end one of the movies differently. And hopefully we'll be back next time to talk about a trailer for season two of The Mandalorian and the excellent surprises it has in it. And hopefully that will be on Thursday that we get that in, during the game. No later than Saturday, we hope. We'll see. But either way, if the rumors are true, we'll have that next week. And yep. it will be great to talk about, to hold us over for another couple months until we get episode one of season two in October. So thank you everybody for listening. As always, it's super fun. Mark, happy to have you. Things seem to last out pretty well overall for, for the connection. So pretty happy yeah, with was, that. It was weird. The minute I put it on a speakerphone, uh, it didn't cut out again. Knock on wood. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. So uh, again, thank you everybody. And we'll be back next time. Uh, have a great rest of your day.